Welcome to the Gebhard Baron podcast, the podcast where curiosity has no limits. The podcast that brings you captivating stories and thought-provoking discussions. I'm Gebhard Baron. Stay with me as we break open the Word of God for your life. Hey guys, I'm Gebhard Barrent and today I want to speak to you about the importance of the blood of Jesus. Now first and foremost, it's important to understand that the gospel is never bloodless. Let me just say that again. The gospel is never bloodless. It always costs Jesus everything. According to Revelation chapter 5 and verse number 9, the Bible says, And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, because you were slain, and with your blood you purchased for God persons from every tribe and language and people and nations. You have made them to be a kingdom and priests to serve our God, and they will reign on the earth. I want you to notice that the Bible says we were purchased by the blood of Jesus. Now, first and foremost, it's important to understand when Jesus Christ came to the earth the first time, he stepped into Satan's slave market. All of us were bound under sin. We were bound under the power of the evil one. And Jesus Christ came to purchase us and to redeem us from the curse that was placed upon us because we broke the royal law or the scriptures. Or we can say we were disobedient to the word of the Lord. Now what's important to understand about blood is this, that without blood there is no life. Genesis chapter number 9 verse number 4 and Leviticus chapter number 17 and verse number 14 tells us this. Secondly, without blood there is no atonement. This is why the Bible says in Leviticus 17, 11, For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I have given it to you upon the altar to make atonement for your souls. That word atonement means at one moment. There was one single moment where Jesus made atonement for our souls, and he made peace between heaven and earth, and that was on the cross. We also see this in Romans chapter 5, verse number 11, where the Bible says, And not only so, but we also joy in our God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have received the atonement. You see, Jesus Christ is the atonement between heaven and earth. Jesus Christ is the only way, truth, and the life. The word atonement, as I've said before, is the word at one moment. This one moment was at the cross where he paid for the permanent removal of sins that was held against every person on the earth. In other words, through believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, you have the ability to become born again, to come into the family of God, and to be removed from the restrictions of the power of sin, because the power of sin is the law. According to Colossians 1.14, the Bible says, In whom we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins. I want you to note that the forgiveness of sins comes by the blood of Jesus. Also, I want you to note that the blood also reconciles us to God. As the scripture records in Colossians 1.20, And having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself, by him I say, whether they be things on earth or things in heaven, and you, that were sometimes alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, now you have been reconciled. You see, Jesus was the sacrifice, the blood was the atonement, and when that stone was that stone was rolled away, it was to let us in. 
the wages of sin is death. And therefore, the Bible says in Romans chapter number 6, verse number 23, For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ our Lord. You see, God created death, and we have to understand this. But before Adam sinned, death was just around, but never in power. God is the creator of death. How do we know? Because the scripture records that God said, If you eat of that tree, surely you will die. In other words, before Adam sinned, death was around, but death was not empowered because sin was not yet. I can say it like this. Before Adam sinned, death was around, but not empowered. The power of death is sin. Before we continue our fascinating conversation, if you head over to gebartbaron.com forward slash partner, you can select a partnership deal that suits you perfectly so that you can become part of the Gebhard Baron family and build out the kingdom of God. I'll say it again. The power of death is sin. You see, what empowered death was ultimately sin. And therefore, somebody needed to come and pay the price so that the power of sin and the power of death could be broken. That man was Jesus Christ, the man-God and the God-man. And so for God to not break his own word, he needed to find an agreement with a man or with a woman in this specific, uh, according to the word of the Lord. Um, and this agreement that the Lord needed to make was for woman to cooperate with his plan. And so the Lord did the following. God sent an angel, the angel Gabriel, to go and see a woman which was called Mary. She was betrothed to a man called Joseph. And God told her a plan through the angel that he would impregnate her by the Holy Spirit and she would be pregnant with the Emmanuel, God with us. The word M means in, the word Emmanuel is the word humus, which means humankind. And the word L is the word Elohim. Put together, you see the word Elohim or God in a man. And so God was placed in a man by the impregnation of the Holy Spirit. You see, Jesus Christ was the seed of the Father, and the woman was the vehicle through which this seed would come to the earth. But Jesus Christ grew up with all the, all the limitations and all the restrictions like all of us. He faced all the temptations, yet the scripture says he did not sin. It is interesting for me to note that Christianity is the only religion where the founder will die for its followers. Let me say that again. Christianity is the only religion where the founder will die for his followers. It's also interesting to note at this place that sin is mentioned 447 times in your Bible, but blood is also mentioned 447 times. You see, for every opportunity or every sin that you can do, there is blood that covers you, protects you, redeems you, and can potentially save you. Then Jesus grew up in obedience to his mother and his father, Joseph and Mary, and he started to live a very normal life. And scripture does not tell us much what happened between 12 and 30, but what we do know at the age of 30, he arrives on to the scene. And the reason why he comes at the age of 30 is because it's the age of priesthood, and it's also the age that he can come into office. He needed to wait for this time. And in the podcast to follow, I want to start to explain to you what happened 
and how he shed his blood. But first and foremost, it is important for me to understand that without, for you to understand that without him, the blood of Jesus, none of us would be saved. If Jesus Christ did not pay the price for us, you and I would have need to pay the price for ourselves. In other words, all of us has fallen short of the glory of God. Romans chapter 3, verse number 23. And if God did not have mercy on us because of his great love and gave us grace through the blood, the sacrificial blood, of the Lord Jesus Christ, all of us will be condemned still to hell. But now hell is no longer our final destination. Heaven is if we believe in the Son of God. The blood of Jesus redeems, and we therefore no longer have need for the blood of bulls, goats, heifers, or even as I sometimes like to say, any other blood. You see, a blood like a man cannot save you, but the blood of Jesus, the royal blood, saves you. There is, there is blood running in your veins right now that calls you a royal priesthood, that calls you a son, and that calls you a daughter. And I want you in this moment to thank God that He did not leave you in your sin. He did not leave you with the power of death reigning over you. Because Christians don't die, we fall asleep. We fall asleep in the presence of the Lord, as the Scripture declares, that we're in the body with the Lord, out the body with the Lord. And so in today's segment, in this first part, I want you just to understand what the blood has meant for us. And there's so much to say. Therefore, I want to do a podcast too on this topic and explain to you what happened from the age of 30. So if you haven't listened to any of my other podcasts before, do so now before you head on to the others as well. But be sure to look out for the B part of this podcast as you learn about the importance of the blood of Jesus Christ. If you've enjoyed today's episode, we encourage you to share it with your friends, your family and colleagues. Help us to spread the word and invite others to join us on this quest for knowledge and heaven's inspiration. As always, remember to subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode. And until we meet again, keep learning and pushing forward into the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ.